0: This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth Table. Your word is truth, your word is life. Presented by Inner Varsity Press. Your word is truth, your word is The daily audio Bible podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. To Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament Reading Genesis chapter 23, verses 1 through 20 The Death of Sarah Sarah lived 127 years. Then she died in Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron, in the land of Canaan. Abraham went to mourn for Sarah and to weep for her. Then Abraham got up from mourning his dead wife and said to the sons of Heth, I am a foreign resident and temporary settler among you. Grant me ownership of a burial site among you so that I may bury my dead. The sons of Heth answered Abraham, Listen, sir, you are a mighty prince among us. You may bury your dead in the choices of our tombs. None of us will refuse you his tomb to prevent you from burying your dead. Abraham got up and bowed down to the local people, the sons of Heth. Then he said to them, If you agree that I may bury my dead, then hear me out. Ask Ephron, the son of Zohar, if he will sell me the cave of Machpelah that belongs to him. It is at the end of his field. Let him sell it to me publicly for the full price so that I may own it as a burial site. Now Ephron was sitting among the sons of Heth. Ephron, the Hittite, replied to Abraham in the hearing of the sons of Heth before all who entered the gate of his city. No, my lord, hear me out. I sell you both the field and the cave that is in it. In the presence of my people, I sell it to you. Bury your dead. Abraham bowed before the local people and said to Ephron in their hearing, Hear me, if you will. I pay to you the price of the field. Take it from me, so I may bury my dead there. Ephron answered, Abraham saying to him, Hear me, my lord, the land is worth 400 pieces of silver, but what is that between me and you? So bury your dead. So Abraham agreed to Ephron's price and weighed out for him the price that Ephron had quoted in the hearing of the sons of Heth, 400 pieces of silver according to the standard measurement at the time. So Abraham secured Ephron's field in Machpelah, next to Mamre, including the field, the cave that was in it, and all the trees that were in the field and all around its border, as his property in the presence of the sons of Heth before all who entered the gate of Ephron's city. After this, Abraham buried his wife Sarah in the cave in the field of Machpelah, next to Mamre that is, Hebron, in the land of Canaan. So Abraham secured the field and the cave that was in it as a burial site for the sons of Heth. Psalms, chapter 138, verses 1 through 8. I will give you thanks with all my heart. Before the heavenly assembly, I will sing praises to you. I will bow down toward your holy temple and give thanks to your name because of your loyal love and faithfulness. For you have exalted your promise above the entire sky. When I cried out for help, you answered me. You made me bold and energized me. Let all the kings of the earth give thanks to you, O Lord, when they hear the words you speak. Let them sing about the Lord's deeds, for the Lord's splendor is magnificent, though the Lord is exalted, He looks after the lowly, and from far away humbles the proud, even when I must walk in the midst of danger, you revive me, you oppose my angry enemies, and your right hand delivers me. The Lord avenges me, O Lord, your loyal love endures. Do not abandon those whom you have made. Proverbs chapter ten, verses one through thirty two The First Collection of Solomonic Proverbs The Proverbs of Solomon A wise child makes a father rejoice, but a foolish child is a grief to his mother. Treasures gained by wickedness do not profit, but righteousness delivers from death. The Lord satisfies the appetite of the righteous, but he thwarts the craving of the wicked. The one who is lazy becomes poor, but the one who works diligently becomes wealthy. The one who gathers crops in the summer is a wise son, but the one who sleeps during harvest is a shameful son. Blessings are on the head of the righteous, but the speech of the wicked conceals violence. The memory of the righteous is a blessing, but the reputation of the wicked will rot. The wise person accepts instructions, but the one who speaks foolishness will come to ruin. The one who conducts himself in integrity will live securely, but the one who behaves perversely will be found out. The one who winks his eye causes trouble, and the one who speaks foolishness will come to ruin. The speech of the righteous is a fountain of life, but the speech of the wicked conceals violence. Hatred stirs up dissension, but love covers all transgressions. Wisdom is found in the words of the discerning person, but the one who lacks sense will be disciplined. Those who are wise store up knowledge, but foolish speech leads to imminent destruction. The wealth of a rich person is like a fortified city, but the poor are brought to ruin by their poverty. The reward that the righteous receive is life. The recompense that the wicked receive is judgment. The one who heeds instruction is on the way to life, but the one who rejects rebuke goes astray. The one who conceals hatred utters lies, and the one who spreads slander is certainly a fool. When words abound, transgression is inevitable, but the one who restrains his words is wise. What the righteous say is like the best silver, but what the wicked think is of little value. The teaching of the righteous feeds many, but fools die for lack of sense. The blessing from the Lord makes a person rich, and he adds no sorrow to it. Carrying out a wicked scheme is enjoyable to a fool, and so is wisdom for the one who has discernment. What the wicked fears will come on him, what the righteous desire will be granted. When the storm passes through, the wicked are swept away, but the righteous are an everlasting foundation. Like vinegar to the teeth and like smoke to the eyes, so is a slugger to those who send him. Fearing the Lord prolongs life, but the lifespan of the wicked will be shortened. The hope of the righteous is joy, but the expectation of the wicked perishes. The way of the Lord is like a stronghold for the upright, but it is destruction to evildoers. The righteous will never be moved, but the wicked will not inhabit the land. The speech of the righteous bears the fruit of wisdom, but the one who speaks perversion will be destroyed. The lips of the righteous know what is pleasing, but the speech of the wicked is perverse. New Testament reading, James chapter 3, verses 1 through 18, and James chapter 4, verses 1 through 17. James chapter 3, verses 1-18 through 18. The Power of the Tongue Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers and sisters, because you know that we will be judged more strictly. For we all stumble in many ways. If someone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect individual, able to control the entire body as well. And if we put bits into the mouths of horses to get them to obey us, then we guide their entire bodies. Look at ships, too. Though they are so large and driven by harsh winds, they are steered by a tiny rudder wherever the pilot's inclination directs. So, too, the tongue is a small part of the body, yet it has great pretensions. Think how small a flame sets a huge forest ablaze, and the tongue is a fire. The tongue represents the world of wrongdoing among the parts of our bodies. It pollutes the entire body and sets fire to the course of human existence and is set on fire by hell. For every kind of animal, bird, reptile, and sea creature is subdued and has been subdued by humankind, but no human being can subdue the tongue. It is a restless evil, full of deadly poison. With it, we bless the Lord and Father, and with it, we curse people made in God's image. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. These things should not be so, my brothers and sisters. A spring does not pour out fresh water and bitter water from the same opening, does it? Can a fig tree produce olives, my brothers and sisters, or a vine produce figs? Neither can a salt water spring produce fresh water. True wisdom. Who is wise? and understanding among you. By his good conduct, he should show his works done in the gentleness that wisdom brings. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfishness in your heart, do not boast and tell lies against the truth. Such wisdom does not come from above, but is earthly, natural, demonic. For where there is jealousy and selfishness, there is disorder in every evil practice. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, accommodating, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and not hypocritical. And the fruit that consists of righteousness is planted in peace among those who make peace. James chapter 4 verses 1 through 17. Passions and pride. Where do the conflicts and where do the quarrels among you come from? Is it not from this? From your passions that battle inside you, you desire and you do not have. You murder and envy and you cannot obtain. You quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly, so you can spend it on your passions. Adulterers, do you not know that friendship with the world means hostility toward God? So whoever decides to be the world's friend makes himself God's enemy. Or do you think the scripture means nothing when it says the spirit that God caused to live within us has an envious yearning, but he gives greater grace. Therefore, it says God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. So submit to God, but resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and make your hearts pure, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and weep. Turn your laughter into mourning and your joy into despair. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will exalt you. Do not speak against one another, brothers and sisters. He who speaks against a fellow believer or judges a fellow believer speaks against the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but it's judge. But there is only one who is lawgiver and judge, the one who is able to save and destroy. On the other hand, who are you to judge your neighbor? Come now, you who say today or tomorrow will go into this or that town and spend a year there and do business and make a profit, you do not know about tomorrow. What is your life like? For you are a puff of smoke that appears for a short time and then vanishes. You ought to say instead, if the Lord is willing, then we will live and do this or that. But as it is, you boast about your arrogant plans. All such boasting is evil. So whoever knows what is good to do and does not do it is guilty of sin. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Father God, we thank you. Thank you, O God, so much for your word, O God, and just the reminders, O God, of just favor, O God, that you bestow upon us, O Lord God, and various circumstances, oh Lord God. Thank you, oh Lord God, for the admonition, oh God, and the warnings, oh God, in your word, oh God, about the fiery tongue, oh God, and the need to control it, oh God, and the fires that we set ablaze with our tongue, oh God, out of the same mouth come blessing and cursing, oh God. Would you help us, oh Lord God? Let our speech, oh God, be worthy, O oh God, of the calling that we have received in Jesus Christ, oh God, with our Speech, O Lord God, our words that are spoken to each other, to one another, about another person, O God, be acceptable and pleasing in your sight, O Lord. Would you help us, O Lord God, to continually check, O Lord God, our tongues. Bridle, O Lord, our tongues, O Lord. Would you continue, O Lord God, to help us? Give us wisdom, O Lord God. Give us insight. Help us to be quick to repent, slow to speak, O Lord God. Would you help us, O Lord God, to live lives, O Lord God, that are pleasing to you. We thank you that you are our avenger, as we are reminded, O God, in Psalms 138, that we can entrust our lives to you and to know, O God, that you are our defender, you are our avenger, O God. We don't have to take matters into our own hands, O Lord God, but that we can entrust ourselves to you, the judge of the whole earth, because we know, O oh God, that you will do right, O oh God. We pray this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth's Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag Truth's Table. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure,